Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hello, welcome everyone to Fightful's Smacked, Smacked, Smackdown post show. I don't host these things, man. That's why I sit in the other chair and just, you know, pop myself with jokes and everything. It's Smackdown. I'm Jeremy Lambert here with Robert DeFelice. Sean Ross Sapp is on assignment in Jacksonville. I guess something's going on in Jacksonville. Do you know anything about this, DeFelice? No, I was just told to be here for the Friday night distraction, so I came. <laughs> My God, uh, Joseph's going to be very angry. Find out. I mean, he's going to NWA now. He's going to be, you know, the world champion over there. So he's got better things to do than do a silly show with me every week. Yeah. Guys, I hope everyone is doing well. I, I imagine you might be watching AEW as well. Um, we don't know what's going on in AEW. I, I have mute. Darby Allen is screaming something. I assume he's very fired up. Uh, get your super chats in, guys. Send your super chats. Get your question, comment, statement read on air. Sign up to Fightful Select. News just came down uh, about Cardi B potentially hosting the SummerSlam. Her theme song is being used, or her, her theme song, her song Up is being used as the official theme for, for SummerSlam. The big story today, though, Robert. WWE, New Japan, the Forbidden Window, as Rocky Romero called it, with the the WWE HQ reference. During SmackDown, Tony Khan cut just a a tremendous, tremendous promo, just saying, like, there's only room for one Khan in the wrestling business. Nick, what are you, two months? You have two months to do something? In two weeks, I've had more New Japan tie-ins than you've had in two months. What are we doing? That's right. Robert, what do you make of this stuff? Well, he called him a con man from Connecticut. And I think that's a tremendous play on words. And, you know, it's very possible that they just got in business with the wrong con and Nick tried to kick in that door. Who really knows what will happen here? The wrestling landscape is wide open. I think it's very clear. I do believe that Daniel Bryan does want to work elsewhere while also working with WWE. We do know that he said this. We also know he's not under contract. So who really knows what will come of the forbidden door? Daniel Bryan holds all the power apparently, because WWE is just going to have Brian, uh, you know, without him making this suggestion, then who knows what was going to happen. Deeflees, have you frozen? It appears you have frozen. Oh, boy. I have to do this, so, this show solo now. This is very scary. 
I don't like doing doing solos at all. Uh, leave a thumbs up, as Joel Pearl says. Thumbs up. Omar, my man. So what's good, Five Hole Fam? Can finally super chat. Appreciate you, Omar. Hope you're doing well, buddy. Yeah. And if oh. I- T-Fleece is cutting in and out. I have no idea where he's actually out here. <laughs> oh, boy. He was back for a second. Is he back for y'all? He's not for me. He's he's still he's still gimmicked out on me. We're 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 having a time here. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Let's try the new stream here. There. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, because Sean's not here. We all have to look like assholes on the Friday night stream. But I am here. We are here. The forbidden door is open. The window, maybe not so much. What do you think, Jeremy? Um, look, I love this promo by Tony Khan. I'm of I'm of two two minds of this. One, either Tony Khan is going to look brilliant because his words are going to ring true. He's going to get the deal done with New Japan. Or he's going to stay in in bed with New Japan uh, and continue to do things with the IWGP US Heavyweight Title. Or he's going to piss off Nick Khan, and Nick Khan's going to be like, "I ain't done. I ain't doing this carny stuff." Like. We're not, we're not going to do that. I'm going to actually do this deal with New Japan. I'm going to ruin all of your plans. And then you will just regret that you ever did this promo. I love this stuff. People are like mad about it. I don't know why. I think it's tremendous. I don't understand. People want Wednesday Night Wars. And then when people actually shoot on one another, they got problems when you're shooting. This is fun for me. Like, like do this more. Do this more often. Yes, it should definitely happen more often. The Wednesday Night Wars are fun, little jabs at each other and stuff. It's wrestling. It's the dumbest sport in the world. The absolute dumbest sport in the world. Everybody's got to be nice now. It's like, come on, let these assholes shoot back and forth. (laughs) He's the president of the second biggest company in the world. And he's doing this stuff. I love it. Vince used to do similar stuff. Eric Bischoff used to do this. And like that, that really bit him in the ass. But like, that's the fun of it, right? Is either he does it or, uh, or he lives up to his words or he eats them. And that's fun. And then you laugh at him afterwards if you have to, if he has to eat them. It's great. Eric Bischoff has made a career for the last 20 years off of eating his words from the 90s. So I think it works out no matter what. Have some fun with this. Let people be, you know, let them have their fun. Let them shoot back and forth. And if something comes of this, great. The wrestling business needs that kick in the arm. Where, where's your mind at on this with WWE and New Japan? Do you think anything actually happens? Not a, not a chance in hell. Nope. They just... want too much. They want too much. I think New Japan's better off working with other companies. And who really who really knows? Maybe we get Daniel Bryan somewhere else. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't know what either company uh really wants out of this. I think I think WWE wants to make uh Daniel Bryan happy. They want to keep him, obviously. Um I think it'd be great if they were for New Japan. Like People think that, oh, this is going to hurt WWE or something. Like, it's not going to hurt WWE. It's not going to hurt New Japan. Maybe it hurts New Japan if they bring over Okada and they, they job him out uh, to, you know, Baron Corbin or something. But I don't think it hurts anybody. I think it'd be great for WWE, honestly. I think so. And they need to, you know, shed some of that armor of we're the old guard, we're the exclusive company. Let them work with other companies, even if it's MLW or, you know, whoever, just let them do something new. They, they were in talks of, you know, having power be on the network a while ago when, when power was first going to debut and everything. And then it just ended up on YouTube. It just kind of fell through. I think, I think Corgan kind of, uh, uh, mess that one up. And that's why the distraction is going to buy the NWA here, here pretty shortly. Um, you see, but- that would have made all the sense <laughs> in the world because, you know, WWE actually owns all the good NWA footage. So we could have had some fun with that. But no, now it looks like it's going to be a uh, Joel Holbert wrestling. So what are you going to do? No, we're going to keep the NWA name. Like we're going to keep the letters, the tradition, the belt held by Rhodes race. Flair, Funk, Briscoe, and Holbert. You know what? The tradition. You know what? I respect that, Jeremy. In fact, I can see that you are dripping with gratitude, and I appreciate that. God. Oh, my God. The gratitude era. 
I, what was the other one he did? I don't dive, I don't dip, but you can't touch this level of drip. I think that was the other one. Oh, God. Respect to Nick Aldis for carrying it. He believes what he says, Jeremy, and that's all you can ask for in wrestling. It's bad. It's really bad. I, I don't like it. I don't I don't think full full opinion on where I'm out of this. I don't think they, they do anything with WWE New Japan. I I kind of think they enhance their relationship with AEW. I think I think TK, I think he lives up to his words tonight. And we're gonna look back at this promo and we're gonna say TK, man who's a genius. He gets it. He gets it. Even if it's a short lived uh, rise for AEW, it's going to be one of the most fun things we've seen in decades. So I'm all for it. This has been great for wrestling. It's been so good for wrestling. Anyone who doesn't like it, I don't know. It wouldn't have survived the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. Let's get into SmackDown, I guess. It happened. It was a show. But the opening was great. I love the Street Profits and, and Usos promo. Street Profits are Anytime you get that like rap battle feel, big big fan of the rap battle. Uh, anytime you get that, Nuso's always kind of do this. So the Street Profits, I bought. I've never been like the biggest fan of their promos. I kind of thought it was just one note. Ah, we want the smoke type of deal. Profits are up and all this stuff. I always thought it was a lot of one note stuff. But this one, there were there was some there was some teeth to it with uh, them going out after the Usos and Roman and everything. I love this promo by the Street Profits. And Montez Ford really carried it. He really carried it. He was tremendous. And the Usos came out. They responded. Just some good shit between these two. What do you think of these promos? I, I thought these promos were fantastic. These teams exemplify why tag team wrestling actually works when you have four guys that believe in what they're doing. I think uh, the pre-match stuff with Roman and the Usos was great. For some reason, Roman's not happy about the fact that they want to add more gold to the tribe, I guess he wants all the focus on himself. That's okay because the Usos went out there, they did their thing, the profits were up, but they weren't up all the way because it's still the Uso Penitentiary, Jeremy. Callahan Jr. says Roman's right. Uso Street Profits belonged in the main event, belonged in main event. I mean, not on main event, that's reserved for Ali and, and Ricochet. You're damn right, right it is. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he was. We'll, we'll get to that segment here in a second. But the match, this match w- was was tremendous. It, got, it went through three segments. Um, and, and the Usos get the victory. Montez Ford, once again, stood out with, man, this guy, he's so good. So good. Uh, but he hit the pinfall here. Jimmy hit the super kick, pinned Montez. Good match. I, I will admit that I was uh, transcribing the, the Tony Khan promo during this match, so I missed a, a chunk of it. But what would you make of this match, Robert? It's about as good as it could be. It's amazing to think that a dream match like this, they blew it in a week because they they gave these guys 35 minutes on screen. Montez doing full front flips over human bodies. You know, you got Jimmy, who's the over-enthusiastic baby face. You got Jay, who's the hardened heel. I like this. I think Dawkins has stepped it up. Really, I could watch this match many, many more times, but I'm worried because it's WWE that they'll run it into the ground within the next month. So let's see where it goes. But ultimately, this was a fantastic tag team wrestling match. They're going to give you this match many, many more times because that's just that's just what WWE does. Uh, I did think it started a little slow, but once you realize that it was going 30 minutes, uh, probably explained why. These two, or the, these two teams took up like the first 40 minutes of this show. The first 40 minutes were dedicated to the uh, Usos and Street Profits promo, and then this match. Good. This is good shit. I like this. More of this. Clean finish, too. Thank God for a clean finish. I was yeah. totally expecting they're going to give us this long match, and because it was the first time the, these two teams have faced, we we're going to get some bullshit finish. Clean finish. I love it. Yeah, I expected a full Uso turn, but I guess it's a slow burn for Uso turning on Uso. I'm glad it was a clean finish. No shenanigans, no distractions, just tag team wrestling as it was meant to be. And I hope that one day there are titles on the line for this match. Could happen next week as the Usos tell Adam Pierce, hey, give us our give us our title match. We earned it after this. But I say could happen. I mean the Usos could win the titles next week. 
said, we earned this, you know, give us our match. Adam Pierce says, all right, you got it. So we got the, the Usos challenging for the titles next week. Later on in the show, Roman is sitting down with uh, Jay. He doesn't look thrilled with a lot of things. Here. He wasn't. He... Yeah. He was not thrilled with things. He's like, you know, you kind of forgot who you are. And you were main event Jay. Jimmy comes back. Now you're in the opening match. I don't want you to, you know, be the one where they're like, hey, which one? Which one are you again? You got you to figure this thing out here. I love this by Roman. I love this by Roman, except for the fact that it's openly defecating on the tag team division. So yeah. I could do without that. But WWE has long since made it known that they don't care about tag teams. So good stuff by the Tribal Chief. I wonder if we're getting Roman and Jimmy in Hell in a Cell just six months after we got Roman and Jay. Um, I don't know if we're going, if we're going to get that match. We will see where everything goes. I like this with Roman because it kind of shows the insecurities of things. Like you'd think he'd be happy for for his cousins potentially winning the tag team titles. Instead, he's like, I don't know about this. Like you got to still get your brother in line because he has yet to yet to acknowledge me. It's like he won. He is the head of the table. And he feels adding more gold to it kind of lessens his position as the head of the table. And I like that. I guess that's true, but it's still like there's not a co-head of the table. Roman's got to think big picture. He's over here thinking about blank, and he needs to not be thinking about blank. He needs to be thinking about the big picture. Yeah, but the big picture is if he loses the the, the universal title and then they got the gold, then like they're kind of the head of the table there, and, and he's not. Well, I think he's confident in his abilities. He can keep the title. He needs to needs to let Jay expand his horizons. You know what I'm saying? He is, but again, the insecurities. He he's shown these insecurities throughout throughout his reign. Uh, it, it popped up a lot with the Kevin Owens stuff when when Owens was like, you know, you can't beat me without him. And, and Owens was saying, I got I got a family to fight for too. Popped up with Daniel Bryan. He's shown these little these little chinks in the armor. And and that's what I like about this character is like he dominates guys. He he smashes them, you know, double pin them and everything. But but there's some weakness there. And you got to have that when when you're like a bad guy. You can't just be like an invincible bad guy I like that. I, I would say that it's nice to see Roman showing some character flaws. But I think big picture, because he's got to hold that title at least through SummerSlam, He's got he's to keep the confidence. You know what I'm saying? He's got to keep the confidence. Let his cousins be in the tag team division, but make sure that they're still his lackeys at the end of the day. Minor guys, get your super chats in. Get your question, comment, statement, read on air. Leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe. You can join on YouTube. I don't know what that means. but like That's essentially, if you don't know what select is, it's essentially like select. You're joining in on our channel. You're subscribing. You're paying for some extra perks. So hit the join button on YouTube. It all goes back to giving back to Fightful, which is a great, great wrestling source. What extra stuff do you get by, by joining on YouTube? I don't know. You get some emojis. You get some... Whatever really we put on there for him. Oh, I don't know anything about that. You can do it, though, if you want to give you us more money. You should do it. That's fine. You can, oh. you can do that. You can also scroll, uh, sign up to Fightful Select. You can do that. Uh, then you, then you Christian says, uh, you just get some emote. I mean, that's cool, I guess. But you can sign up to Fightful Select, and you get a bunch of news, and you get extra audio. That's where it's at right And there. you subscribe on Twitch, and you get even more emotes. There you go. Better. You get extra stuff on Twitch, too. You get to be part of booking teams and, and some, some, uh, Q&As and things like that. You get a bunch of stuff if you subscribe on Twitch. Uh, the Nerd Guru says the weigh-in on AEW is not good. I believe it. I believe it. Weigh-in weigh in wrestling. Are, yeah. 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 It, it's it's kind of tough to, like, do that. It's like, all right, cool. You weighed in, like – what else are you going to do? On this the important stuff? thing is Anthony Gogo's rib is not broken. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I, yeah, he told Metro, like, yeah, it's broken. And then, like, an hour later, he tweeted, just got the report back. Not broken. <laughs> uh, what can you do? Um, women's, ta- women's tag team title match. I don't actually think it was a tag team title match. Uh, the report's wrong. Uh, women's, <laughs> women's tag team match. Natalia and Tamina against the Riot Squad. 
poor Riot Squad. They lose. Italians mean a win. The lesson here is you stick with it for 11 years and you eventually get gifted something. So the Riot Squad just needs to stay the course, Jeremy. They got a few more years to go and then they'll get title victories. This is like the only story WWE can tell nowadays is they've been there for a very long time. They haven't accomplished a whole lot or they haven't reached their, their potential of winning the big titles. And then they finally do it. Like that That's it. It's, it's not good. A poor riot squad, man. Like, and, and Tamina and Natalia love the riot squad too. They, they were very high praising them uh, on, on Renee's podcast. And then, you know, they just come out here and just lose in a, in a non-title match. It's good that the champions are winning. I will say that. Like, I don't need the champions being pinned in a non-title match, but who's left to challenge Tamina and Natalia? I feel like all these teams have lost. And that's the problem. If you look at the, uh, the inception of these belts, at the start of these belts, you had so many teams. A lot of them aren't around anymore. So you really only have the Riot Squad. It looks like they've moved on from Shayna and Nia, which is a good thing. But I guess we'll have to see in the coming months who they have left. What other teams are there? Am I missing team? Lana and Naomi, who I feel like yeah. haven't been on television in, in months. Because they haven't. All right. What what teams am I missing here? Uh, you got some teams in NXT, but they got their own belts. You know what I mean? You got yeah. Shotzi and Ember. You got Raquel and Dakota. You got uh, the Robert Stone brand. Maybe they get called up. I don't know. They need some teams. It's rough. Who was in the tag team turmoil? Carmella and Billy, who, you know, they're obviously yeah, not around. Right. Uh, who else was in that thing? Uh, you had the Riot Squad. You had yes. the uh, uh, Natty and Tamina, who won it. And then you had... Naomi and Lana. Naomi and Lana, that was it. There was one more. There was five teams, I thought. Oh, was there a fifth team? Yeah, because the graphic was uh, messed up. There were four teams. I remember eight. Carmella and Billy were the last to be added. Yeah. But, uh, it's really great that we can't remember. Who it's, the it says was something that we cannot remember who the fifteen was. <laughs> oh, uh, Mandy and Dana. Mandy and Dana Brooke. Oh, there you go. All right. The sexy muscle friends. Those poor sexy muscle friends. Clearly, very memorable team. That you know, they haven't been on TV in a while, have they? Either. I don't know. Uh, they were on main event. You see, Jeremy, you gotta. <laughs> if you stick to main event, you'd know that Lana and Naomi recently fought Mandy and Dana because you gotta get the women's tag division some exposure on main event. Did that really happen on main event? That really happened on main event. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Brendan Charles Powell says Mandy and Dana. Thanks for yeah. you know spending money just to say Mandy and Dana. But you Appreciate know what, Powell? There you go. You're on screen. That's why you people need to be sending in your super chats. There you go. <sighs> So that match happened. Natalia and Tamina win. Awesome. Bianca and Carmella. Bianca wins. Bailey is on commentary. And the, the best part about this was <laughs> Michael Cole messing up Bianca's name. Called her Belanca. And Bailey just <laughs> let him have it. Just let him have it. Bailey has been a gem throughout the entire pandemic. And I'm actually worried that when fans come back, her gimmick will be hurt because it's been so enhanced by the lack of noise. She's just free to be herself and mess with Michael Cole. Belanca and Bailey did not let it pass her. Like, Belanca. Fantastic. I mean, Michael Cole... Look, I I think Michael Cole is better than a lot of people are going to give him credit for, but you got to get the name of the of the champion right, okay? If it happens once, all right, you know, maybe it just kind of you kind of slip up. But man, you mess it up multiple times going with Belanca. You got to you got to get this right, Michael Cole, and Bailey shouldn't let that slide. We're building towards this Bailey Michael Cole match and it's going to be tremendous. Yeah, I think that's WrestleMania headliner next year. It should be. It should be. What'd you think of uh, Bianca and Carmella? This existed just to exist, right? Like, Carmella hasn't done anything. She openly stated on the Bella Twins podcast about a month ago that she wasn't really feeling the, hey, be sexy gimmick. So they gave her the team with Billy and then dropped Billy. So now Carmella's just sort of on the roster. And I know that she's not happy about it. It's good to see her getting used. But I think 
she's capable of much better things. And she's getting used, but yeah, it's she's not really doing anything. You're right. She just she's playing a sexy character, which is fine. But I, I, I'm with you. I think she's capable of more. Carmel is a person who can be can be added to the tag. I love the team with Billy. And Billy was told like, hey, you're going to do something after WrestleMania. And then of course they released her. But I, I think Carmella and somebody, I don't know who at this point, they got plenty of women that could call up, uh, potentially pair her with, but I feel like you just got to do more. Cause now you're just beating her and almost just like throwaway matches where I don't know what they're doing with Carmella. I don't think they know what they're doing with Carmella. Uh, they recently trademarked Santana Garrett, who I know was moved up to the main roster quietly a while back so maybe you put her with carmella just do something to get her in the mix and have her as a more regular character on television there you go uh basil Banks says it really feels like smackdown has no women like at all i mean that's what happens when they've had sasha off off television since the week after wrestlemania and they're just running the same Bianca and Bailey program that they did before they did the Sasha program. And now they're doing it again. And they beat all of the other women all the time. The riot squad never wins. Natalia and Tamina lost a bunch until they, they finally won the titles and now they're going to beat everybody. Just all nobody's you pin everybody. Nobody gets over. Yeah. And that's why you need more enhancement talent. I think they should go back to using locals, especially when they start traveling again. Because people need to know that, hey, the women on the roster actually are going to have a competitive match when they fight and not just a throwaway on SmackDown like this was. You either just use enhancement talent or just don't beat everybody every week. Like, not that you don't have to wrestle every single week. Like, not everybody has to wrestle every single week. You don't have to keep doing the same match. We're going to do Carmella and Bianca next week, I assume. Yeah, I'd imagine so. And then Bailey will actually get physical, and then they'll set up something for Hell in a Cell. But it, it looks like we'll just get a rematch next week. There you go. Those looking for Sean Ross Sapp, he's right here. Would it even be the blue brand without myself and without Blue Chew, that unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost? Sure, I'm not here right now. I'm in Jacksonville. I'm hanging out, doing stuff, working at AEW Double or Nothing. But let me tell you, you you don't want to be looking down and say, oh, I got nothing. You want the double. And BlueChew.com is going to get you there. It's going to help you achieve a harder, stronger erection that combats all forms of ED. Or maybe it's confidence. Maybe you've been out of the game for a while. You know, the pandemic. Maybe it's put you in a dry spell. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not all up in your business, and neither will the mailman, because this stuff comes to you in a discreet package. It's an online prescription service, so no doctor's office, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. The tablets are made in the USA, prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. You work with their licensed medical providers. You find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. The process is simple. Sign up, consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you receive your prescription in days, all online. Get that confidence. Get that performance. And we got a special deal for our listeners. Free. Free. You get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Just pay $5 shipping. Free. Free. We're just giving you stuff so you can give other people other stuff. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. Free. You can't beat free. That promo was so good it gave me wood. (laughs) I don't need to know this. I don't need to know these things. I just just wanted you to know. Edgar says, I say this every week. I'm begging for Becky to return to SmackDown because Raw is trash. She needs to be a female Roman type of Raw when she returns. What do you think of I, Becky returning to SmackDown? I think she's enjoying motherhood. You know, I got to tell you, I think I wouldn't expect her to be back anytime soon. I really think that she's happy with what she's doing. She had the best year anybody could ever ask for. Headline mania held the title for a year. Defended it while pregnant, apparently, and then announced her pregnancy and 
forfeited the title. She could retire, and she's the forever champ, essentially. I don't think she's retiring. Um, I would not expect Becky to return before crowds return, though. And I, I think SummerSlam could happen. Maybe, maybe night after Money in the Bank or Money in the Bank. Because I know the the dates got switched and everything, but it was post Money in the Bank last year when she relinquished the title. So maybe you kind of bring that all back around, and that's when you bring her back. That that's when I can see it happening. But it ain't happening before crowds return. Yeah, definitely not. I think I still like the idea of Becky and Ronda one day at WrestleMania, but Ronda's now pregnant, so I'm not. I'm guessing we're not getting that next year. Maybe at. Uh, 39 in SoFi Stadium. Do you go Raw or SmackDown for Becky whenever she comes back? I think Raw because Raw needs it, but SmackDown is the bigger show, so that's going to be up to them, but I think Raw needs it bad. And Raw, you kind of got Rhea established. Asuka's still hanging around. Charlotte is, is obviously there, but I mean, SmackDown, you got Bailey, Sasha, Bianca kind of as your big three there. It's tough. I think they're going to do a shakeup at some point, I don't know what they're actually going to shake up because they'll, they'll still do the same thousand matches you've seen a hundred times. But I think the at shake this point, they'll just point. wait till uh, October and do the draft, and it'll be like, hey, but now there's people, so it's exciting. <laughs> Seth Rollins comes out, celebrate his birthday, wearing a suit with like Reptar threw up on him. It was my impression of this suit here. Seth Rollins, my guy, let's get the glove on here. Here we go. Seth Rollins, happy birthday to the leader, the leader, the Messiah. Happy, Sing it with me, Robert. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to Seth. Seth. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to Seth. Seth. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to the Messiah. Messiah. Yes. yes. Happy birthday to Seth. Yes. Oh. I see you, Seth. I see you in your throw-up Reptar suit. That's right. Plank sees you, too. <laughs> it comes out, and he cuts a god-awful promo. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Look, <laughs> bye-bye goes the wood, because this promo was bad. Like, this this was not great. He kind of brought it back around when he said, I blame the WWE Universe. No, but he kind of rambled. But he rambled for like five minutes about nothing. About nothing. And I just, I think he's better than this. You know, they really had something where he was the, the top baby face and they were saying burn it down and they were behind him. And then that, that uh, Fiend feud happened. And it's been off the rails ever since for this man, this poor man. He he found the drip, but he lost the fire. You know what I'm saying? He's lost it. I don't know where it is. It's just not there. He he reminds everybody that we're, he's feuding with Cesaro. He plays some terrible hospital footage or something. He played a, a, the heart monitor, just the beep, you know. I guess that was supposed to be Cesaro grunting and then maybe... A, is there like a fart sound or something? I don't know. This I, was not great. I saw Cesaro on Uno this week. I know this man is fine and not in the hospital. He was not in the hospital when he was playing Uno on Wednesday. All right? And then are, are we trained- playing Uno here or are we trying to draw money, Jeremy? What are we doing? <laughs> that was good. I would like to just see all those guys feud and just beat up Seth. Um, and then he transitions into the you people promo. You people did this. To Cesaro, just Seth, my guy. Yeah, I see you, Seth. I see you. When when we're the leaders of the NWA, you can come over here. When we strike the deal with the WWE, you can come over to the NWA. Cut your cut your promos in the Power Studio. Your your drip game will be tremendous in the Power Studio. This this wasn't good. This wasn't good. It's your birthday. I'll let it go. You know, you can just kind of get away with stuff on your birthday. That's how it typically goes. Not good. Not a good promo at all. You know, he was more focused on the party with his people <laughs> instead of the the promo that he's supposed to be cutting here. I Look, I don't even know if this is going to lead to a match. I don't know if Cesaro is legitimately hurt in any way. I don't know if he can do Hell in a Cell. But I don't know what we're getting here if it's Cesaro is banged up and Rollins is just cutting these cringe promos. 
I would imagine Cesaro will be good enough for Hell in a Cell if they're if they're still continuing this. Um, and I, I think they I think that's the match. I think they do that inside Hell in a Cell. We'll see, but that's that's my feeling on where this is going. Yeah, I I like it. It'll be a good match no matter what. Hell in a Cell ain't what it used to be, but that will at least be a fun match. And maybe Seth Rollins can get swung into the cage or even off the top. But wouldn't that be crazy if you just swing oh, the man, man off the top of the, of the cell? That's still in the Thunderdome. So conceivably, you swing him off the top and then you have the, the crash pad down there. Yeah, like you, you, just, you do the cinematic gimmick. Yeah, okay. this could work. Yeah, I'm for this. I'm for this. Ray Cal Engineer says, Rollins promo says R needs to wash his hands. I mean, don't we all? You know? Yeah. Pandemic's all. not over yet, folks. Yeah. Uh, Basil Banks says, genuinely trying to think of who could conceivably win Money in the Bank on the women's side this year. It seems like they have plans for no one at the moment. Dude, they put that thing on Otis last year and then thought that was going to go somewhere. So you could, you just pick a name, throw a dart, and they will maybe figure it out. And if they don't like that plan, they'll just take it off of that person. And my money's on Sasha Banks. I think Sasha Banks comes back to win the briefcase and haunt Bianca Belair until she's ready to cash it in. That's fair. I like that story. It's a good story. Paulo Cruz, Kevin Owens, for some reason, I don't know. They just decided to do a singles match between these two. This is about five seconds long. Ah, They were in a four-way last week. And uh, Alistair Black came back. You know, he hit Big E, so it couldn't be Big E. No follow up on that. No, no follow up, which I didn't even realize until the words came out of my mouth. No follow up on that. But we did get uh, Kevin Owens, who got a Nigerian nail to the throat very quickly from uh, Commander Aziz, the former Babatunde. And next week he's getting a title shot because he lost. Yeah, Owens had Apollo seemingly beat in about 30 seconds after a stunner. Aziz, it's the Nigerian nail for the DQ. Next week, you get uh, Apollo and Owens for the belt with Commander Aziz banned from ringside because, sure, why not? Right? Yeah. Why not? My thing is, if you can ban the man from ringside, why don't you just always do that as a precautionary measure? Why, <laughs> why do we wait for problems to arise? Why are we not... Uh, more forward thinking and in our proactive instead of reactive. Yeah, why why are we not ahead of the game here, Adam? Adam Pierce, veteran of the game, former NWA World Champion, same belt held by Race Rhodes and Flair. You know why are we not being more proactive? He has glasses on tonight. That's all I know. Hannah will be happy that the glasses were there, but Hannah will be very happy. My God, Hangman Page is a bloody mess. Yes. I'm sure this promo is very good. That's wrestling, folks. It ain't ballet. They're going to set up a Page and Hook match. It's got a fucking rule. Yeah, it is. Hook Hook has all the potential. Hook is is just hanging out on the apron, like ready to just get in there and murder both of these men. I, I know he's like technically teammates with Brian Cage. I don't think Hook really cares. He's just like, just let me kill somebody. Ricky Starks on the outskirts there having a drink because he gets it. He's cool. He knows Hook is a star. Both those men are stars. Uh, so next we've got Cruz and Owens. Let's talk Let's talk about the, this Alistair Black Big E thing because you're right. I didn't even think about it until you brought it up. It's like, wait, this was your closing angle for last week. And now just nothing on it this week. And WWE loves their video packages. They love to remind you like, hey, this happened. Just, just nothing. Alistair wasn't in a room cutting promos about dragons or whatever. What Not telling Big E to pick a fight. Uh, Big E wasn't cutting a preacher voice promo. I guess they haven't figured out where they want to go yet. Of course they haven't. Of course they haven't. Nakamura against Gable. I like Rick Boogs. He can't play this song where shit. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Like he really did not know what was going on there, and I give him all the credit in the world for trying to uh, maximize his minutes. But come on, that wasn't good. Joel Pearl, I see you in the chat. You don't have to send a super chat. Everybody else should send a super chat. You really should. But I'm I'm gonna give Joel Pearl a pass here. Joel, please review Rick Boog's guitar playing, and I will I'll put it up on the screen here after we review. Uh, 
this match. Everybody else, you can also review Rick Boog's guitar playing, uh, but your, your comment won't get on the screen unless you send a super chat. So you should do that. Okay? Okay, everybody? Yes. Nakamura beat Gable. It's fine. You Remember think? when Otis held the money in the bank? Remember when Otis and Mandy was like the biggest storyline on SmackDown? What happened here? What happened to Otis? What'd they do to my, my boy? Mandy just went over to Raw and now we forget that she's teamed with Dana at WrestleMania. <laughs> can we get him can we get him a ham? He seems a lot happier when he has a ham inside of him. I think we need to get Otis a ham. Yeah, we can we need to do I they don't the Gable, Gable won't be long with this company, right? Because he's openly discussed wanting to do more. And I think it was Dax of FTR who said, see you soon. Yeah, Dax said, see you in like two months. And that was about two months ago. So we, we shall see how much truth. Uh, Dax likes to work on the Twitter. So uh, I, don't, I don't know what, what's going on there. If this New Japan deal happens, though, there's a Gable, that G1 run, going to be great. It'll reignite his career. Chad Gable for IWGP champ. Corbin comes out. He steals his crown back, but then the Boogs hits him from behind, and Nakamura uh, re-gets the the crown, and that was that. So we're still getting Corbin and Nakamura. Do Riker and Elias become the new Knights of the Lone Wolf here, and it's guitar versus guitar as crown versus crown? I don't know, but please, I hope not. I really hope not. I think I actually do a King of the Ring. I'm just going to feud over this crown. This man's had this crown for like two years, and no one's really cared. And Nakamura is finally just like, all right, I'll just like take it. Sure. Yeah, I like it where they're going with Nakamura. Would prefer a tournament, but if they're not going to go there, just have the man defend the crown and then lose it to Shitsuke. Crown is just going to be a title. They got to have props. They need their props in WWE, to, something to feud over. If they don't have that, it's just like, well, we just can't like do an actual feud. They've got to feud over some type of some type of gimmick, some type of prop here. That's right. Joel Pearl says, Boogs tried and had an off night. He wasn't focused. WWE still can't produce uh, music. His new guitar was an awful choice, but I'll give WWE points for using unloaded Marshall cabs on the stage. All right, I don't know what any of those words mean. We're not music people, I, I, you know, but yeah, unloaded Marshall caps. What do you mean he had an off night? Like, like is, he, is he in the NBA playoffs? Just like a uh, tough shooting night, you know? Julius Randle just just had a bad night. He'll get it together get it together next week. Was it good last week? Like, was, was it good last week? I, I People were excited last week, so unless they were just excited about him being on TV... Uh, clearly, it was a much better guitar playing. We go to the main event. Guys, final chance to get your Super Chats in here as we are on the main event. John Moxley has a shirt that says, Bitch as fuck. It says AF. Damn right. Damn right. Dude, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston rule. That's why they're going to kick ass this Sunday. Not unlike this main event match where Baby Champ just goes out there and defends it on his own. Because uh, Rey Mysterio was attacked mid-prayer, is what we're led to believe. Uh, wow. Why isn't his son praying with him? That's what I want to know. He's like, a come kid. On. He's a kid. They go through their phases. They got to find their own belief system. Clearly, he just walked away while dad was praying. And either he was stricken down by lightning or somebody attacked him. His, his son should be praying with him here. They do the same match. They did it. The same gimmick, more or less the same match. They did a WrestleMania backlash where this time Dom does the match two on one. The only difference is Dom is not like a quarter of the wrestler that Rey Mysterio is, especially in this role. And so it just wasn't as good. And then Rey comes out. And then instead of like actually having to help his son, just the distraction was enough. Ray and Dom to win, Dom to get the roll up. I appreciate the plug, WWE. As always, I appreciate the plug. What a what a what a main event here. The Mysterios retain. They do retain. Uh, Dominic is not the wrestler he was when he was in there with the Messiah, but they did retain. Uh, poor Dolph. Dolph and Bobby should have been champions, world champions, ten years ago. I don't know how we're here, but here we are. And uh, 
yay, they did it again. What are they going to do next week? They attack both of them and they just finally forfeit. I don't know, but I don't want to see this again. I'm glad we're seeing Usos Mysterios next week. Hopefully Usos just win it and we move on. Do you think the Usos win next week? They came out to confront the Mysterios to close the show as Roman, again, looked very uh, disturbed and, and angry at what is going on around him. Yeah, I would assume they win it or Roman just straight up cost them the match, which will lead to him defending his title against one of them. But smart money says just put it on the Usos. I think they're going to win it as well. Uh, the the Mysterio run, they had their moment. WWE loves their moment. Uh, and then after after they do the moment, they actually have no idea what to do with, with anybody. And I think that's you know, kind of the thing here. They, they love their moment, but they weren't smart enough to give them their moment at WrestleMania in front of a crowd. And that says something to me, Jeremy, because honestly, this moment would have meant so much more had it been in front of people. They didn't even have the match at WrestleMania. It was, they did it on SmackDown. They did it on the pre-show SmackDown, which was... Yeah, WrestleMania SmackDown. They, I, you know, they, yeah, WrestleMania SmackDown, WrestleMania, two nights of WrestleMania, WrestleMania Backlash, WrestleMania Raw got screwed. Yeah, they really did. And, you know, that's a choice. And they made some poor choices. I think next week they should make the right choice and just put the belts on Jimmy and Jey Uso, seven-time champs. Let's go. Well, when the New Japan partnership happens, they'll, they'll be making the right choices. They'll, they'll get Ray and Dom in the tag league. Everything will be fine. The Dirty Dogs? The Dirty Dogs in the tag league? Let's go. We're Dolph Ziggler versus Toroyano? I mean, you know, yeah. let's go. Working Tai Chi and Zack Sabre? Man, that's what's up right there. I think that's where we need to go. I think Usos versus Girls of Destiny. Like, let's let's do this. Let's I, go. Tamatanga tweeted that uh, today. He said Bloodline against Bullet Club. Tamatanga's a worker, though. That guy, the guy likes to work. And his nobody's working harder than Drew McIntyre because not only did, did he say, "Hey, all you cool cats and kittens," he's out here spelling Okada. <laughs> in a tweet about Kobe Kingston and a match from 11 years ago, he's making acronyms for Okada. That's that a, a match tweet, I'd want to see. That was a very good tweet. I want to see that match. Robert Felice, where can the people find you? Yeah, it's right down there. You can follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. I do appreciate the follow. And I appreciate the support. And I know I'm not Sean Ross out, but I was here. I brought wood and I bid you adieu. Guys, thanks for, for sending in your super chats. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, right after AEW Dynamite is off the air, Alex Pulowski will be back on this channel, youtube.com slash Fightful. He will be reviewing AEW Dynamite Sour Graps edition. Uh, we'll be on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Right after Dynamite as well, we're going to compete against our own channel because, you know, why not? We're just going to play video games over there. We'll, we'll talk to Dynamite if you guys want. I'm going to open a package I got from my mom. My mom sent me a gift. I'm going to open that on the Twitch. I have no idea what's inside of it. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully there's, like, drugs or something. That'd be cool if my parents would, would send me some of that stuff. Um, what do we got? Sunday. Sunday, 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 because AEW has to do their pay-per-views on Sundays now, and, and we all hate it. Sunday, AEW, double or nothing. We'll be back here on this channel. I'll be hosting alongside Phil Lindsay from Bleacher Report, Andrew Thompson from Post Wrestling. We're going to talk AEW, double or nothing. Robert, Gisberto, and Sean will have coverage on the site of all the, the media scrums. You can hear what Tony Khan has to say. He's going to praise the show. He's going to call it a tremendous show, Robert. It's going to be the best show they've ever done. Top He's, to bottom, the in-ring wrestling, absolutely the best card AEW has ever put on. He's going to say it kicked the shit out of WrestleMania. He's, he's going to tell you that it's the start of a new era, the yes. Rampage era. They're going to have new talent. They're going to talk about potentially Big Show in a Battle royal. They're going to talk about Shaq, I'm sure, who's out here saying on TNT in the middle of the night, hey, I want to wrestle again in the summer. That's great. Tony Khan is going to put this pay-per-view over like a million bucks because it will be a million bucks because he is not a con man from Connecticut. What is Kenny Omega wearing? Why is he dressed as as a as a 
skater. He's got acid wash jeans, just a black t-shirt and a backwards cap. Because he has versatility, Jeremy. What is, what is this man? He he just got finished playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, you know, and he just he's feeling the spirit. Orange Cassidy just handed him an envelope full oh, of stained snow. That, that was, <laughs> that's what was on the envelope there. That, very clear, yes. yes. Oh, look, it's Brock Lesnar guy back in the front row of all your favorite shows. That's why we're here. That's why we're, we're inviting people back to the arenas. I don't know who that is, but uh, if you say so. All right, Orange Cassidy clearly saying that he'll be in the triple threat on Sunday. And there you go. All right, everybody. Well, again, we'll be back here in about an hour. Alex Pulowski reviewing AEW Dynamite. We'll be on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming in about an hour, playing some video games and doing some other nonsense as we do on the Twitch. Everyone, y'all have a good night. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to y'all later on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.